Welcome to Motherhood in Hollywood, episode 97. Can you believe it, you guys? I'm almost to episode 100. Whoa. Whoa. Cue the music. Hello, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hey, friends. Welcome to uh, this week's episode of Motherhood in Hollywood. It is uh, all about parenting and entertainment. Uh, It's also a podcast. (laughs) If you don't know that by now, then need to get on board. Get on board this train. Um, Welcome. How's your week? How's your life? Uh, I miss you. I love you. I hope you're feeling skinny. Uh, My guest today, (laughs) uh, I might be having a little bit of wine, you guys. It's a here's why. It's a Friday night. My husband is at a bachelor party and I um, put my daughter to bed and now uh, the wine comes out. Who's with me? All right, so my guest today, I'm really excited for this show because my guest is Marissa Garcia. She is the co-president of MNC Collective. It is a marketing uh, public relations firm here in Los Angeles. And she and her partner, Christine Tasto, work with um, work on uh, marketing and uh, publicity for movies and TV shows. And more importantly, she has a ton of experience with in marketing. Um, she used to be an agent at CAA and I'll let her tell you a little bit more about that. But the main reason I wanted to have her on, um, besides the fact that she's just a totally cool lady and has a lot of great information is as you guys know, as I'm approaching, approaching episode 100 with this podcast, I've learned so, 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 so much about the world of social media, about blogging, about the importance of um, numbers of followers and interaction and engagement and words that, to be honest with you, two years ago, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have even thought twice about or understood. Like I didn't know what SEO was. Sometimes I still don't. But it's something that's important. If you have a website, SEO is important. So I'm I've been throughout this process learning a lot about myself, a lot about running a business, a lot about creating a brand. And for my actors, I know there's a lot of actors or people who are in entertainment who are listening. You are a brand. As an actor, you are a brand, a business, whether you want to be or not. That doesn't negate the creative side in any way, and it shouldn't. But you're a brand and you have to know how to market yourself in today's Hollywood, if that makes any sense. Uh, I don't want to get all soapboxy on you, but I think a lot of what Marissa has to say today uh, applies to actors. It also definitely applies to people who are running their business. If you're a blogger, if you're looking for um, ideas to market, you know, anything you're doing, this is a great episode for you. So that's my soapbox. I will step down from it now (laughs) Um, uh, and just talk to you guys quickly about what's going on this week. Had a really good audition today. I was really excited uh, to go in and audition. Um, Had a good meaty role. So fingers crossed, send me good vibes that I get it. That would be amazing. 
And Channing is about to start wrapping up her school year, uh, preschool year. And then we have a few weeks off and then we go into some summer camps. And if you follow me on Instagram at motherhood in Hollywood, you'll see, I posted something about me signing her up for a Spanish immersion camp. It's, um, just three days. It's like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday deal. And they do Spanish immersion with like arts and crafts and music and things like that. I'm really, really curious to see how she does there because I would love for her to learn Spanish. I mean, we live in Southern California for crying out loud. And I can't tell you how many times I wish I spoke another language. I wish I spoke Spanish. I wish I spoke Armenian or Korean or something, you know. Uh, And I would love for her to be able to have that knowledge. I just think it will help her so much more moving forward. So if you have kids, I don't know if you already have them in um, foreign language when you started that. I would love to hear your thoughts on that um, as well. If you guys want to message me or tweet me or whatevs. Um, So yeah, so that's pretty much what's happening uh, around here these days. And let's get to the interview, you guys. That's a really good one. And I I want, if you've learned something from this podcast um, and this episode, oh, that reminds me, I want to give a couple of mom mentions. This is really important. And sometimes I forget to do this. So please forgive me. But I want to give a mom mention um, to Everybody on Twitter that's followed me at MIH Podcast, of course, uh, let's do Empowerment Essence, Runway Moms for a Cause, at the uh, San Diego Moms blog, uh, Raven Lorraine. Thank you guys so much for finding me at MIH Podcast and at Heather Brooker and following me on the Twitter. Uh, also, Facebook and Instagram at Motherhood in Hollywood. But also, I've gotten some of the nicest reviews on iTunes. So thank you guys for taking the time to... Um, just type out a few words and post it on iTunes and subscribe to my show. It makes a huge difference. I know I say that all the time and I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, but it really does make a huge difference for me to know that you're there and you're listening and you're liking the shows and the content that I'm bringing you. And, um, I appreciate you. I really, really, really do appreciate you. And I want to say hello to everybody over at Educated Nannies um, here in Los Angeles. So much love and support from them. And I really appreciate it. I just want to hug you guys. I want to hug you all. Uh, And maybe one day I will. Uh, Okay. Next week, I'm officiating a wedding. Ah, I'm so excited. So um, be on the lookout for my post for that. I have some crazy things planned for the ceremony, but it's all going to be good. It's all going to be good. So, all right, you guys, I am going to go and finish my wine and I want to let you listen to this interview with Marissa Garcia. I have been getting some uh, great inside scoop um, from my guest today. And I'm so excited to share some of her knowledge with you. My guest is Marissa Garcia. She is co-president is that right? Co-founder, yeah. co-founder, co-owner, yes, all of that, all of the above from MNC Collective, and that is a publicity marketing firm. Yes, is that accurate to yes. call it that? Publicity and marketing strategy firm, and we focus really on reaching families and kids. Oh, so I didn't know your focus was specifically on uh, family and kids. It is. It is. I mean, we, you know, when um, Christine, my partner, and I left our respective corporate gigs. We met with all of our studio friends, and they said, you know, we have these amazing African-American agencies, we have great Hispanic agencies and faith-based agencies, but no one's really tackling the family and kids space. And we thought, that's brilliant. I mean, we both have two kids. It's kind of where we just organically live. 
And so we formed this agency and really kind of tackled, you know, how do we reach uh, with content creators, how do we reach families and kids in a really authentic way that makes them want to see more content. Now, um, I should tell everybody right now that my cat is on the table trying to attack these yummy donut holes um, <laughs> that Marissa bought for us. Uh, she's very excited. Now she's going to find another way to get them. Yes. Um, and also, my gardener just showed up right at the same time <laughs> as Marissa. So this will be a very um, <laughs> distracting <laughs> interview. No. no, no. Um, I'm excited to talk to you for multiple reasons because there's a lot of uh, bloggers that listen to my podcast. There's a lot of content creators, a lot of actors, and those are all areas that you have a ton of experience in working with, particularly in marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit about where you got your start, because um, you were at a huge agency here in LA for a long time. I was. So I started in 2000 at CAA, and I worked in their motion picture marketing department. So my main job there was to help our talent, actors, directors, producers, navigate their way through marketing and distribution at the different studios. Um, So it was everything from um, what do you think about this release date to I don't like my one sheet or we haven't seen a trailer yet or all that good stuff. So we'd kind of walk them through that process, make sure that they understand what the studio is doing and that they have a voice in the process and all that good stuff. So basically, um, okay, let's talk for a second about the Thor um, Rengarok. My husband's going to kill me for butchering this. <laughs> the Thor trailer that came out recently. Yes, yes. Knocked everybody's socks off. It was amazing. In the process, would that be something that you would look at first and tweak and go, this is going to resonate with people or this is not going to resonate or like how involved with you? Is it just trailers? Is it setting up like focus groups? Yeah, it's all of the above. Oh, it's okay. everything, you know, from early on testing the movie to see, I mean, there's a production uh, there's production testing so that you understand all elements of the movie and make sure that it makes sense to this, the audience. Then there's a marketing preview where you're testing kind of who really is interested in this movie and how far can we reach with it. So we get involved that early. We can get involved at looking at trailers, TV spots, one sheets. It's really helping whoever the agency represented at that moment, usually directors and producers getting involved in this, mm-hmm. helping them kind of understand where the studio is headed with it and ha- making sure that they have a voice in it because they've been living with this project for years. For years, yeah. It's like their child, you know? So they feel very passionate about the way that it should be marketed. And so making sure that they're talking in the studio and really understanding the opportunities and challenges of any given picture. Do you find that there's a big disconnect between some t- or sometimes between what a director and a producer sees as their movie and the direction, how it should be marketed. Yeah. Cause I'll tell you that. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've seen trailers for a movie that make it look like it's like a poppy comedy and you go see it and you're like, Oh my God, this is like a murder mystery <laughs> or something, you know, right. or you're like something was off there. Yes. And when I first started at CAA, they were able to do that. Studios were able to do that all the time. And, and that's part of kind of what the testing process does. They'll test a movie with various audiences and figure out what's the best sell, what's the best way into the picture. And it may have been a murder mystery, but the audience may be like, oh, the murder creeps us out. Let's focus on the comedy. And so they'll figure that out through testing, and then that sends kind of the direction of what the creative will be and what the marketing will be, what the marketing strategy is. That's so interesting. And sometimes they are kind of polar opposite. But I will say this. you know, By the time I left CAA in 2014 and the way marketing is now, 
audiences are so savvy. They know when they've seen the only five jokes and they know that's yes. it in the movie. They know when you're trying to like do a bait and switch and it's <clears> not really the movie that they're seeing. And that's why both reviews and what your friends tell you about your movie tends to rank higher now than TV advertising. Which is where a lot of bloggers and influencers right. come in. Um, and that's what you, uh, who you and Christine are working with now, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So tell me about how you guys came together and sort of what MNC is. Sure. So uh, while I was at CAA, Christine was actually my client. She was at IMAX I for know. 11 years. Yeah. So we met um, under those circumstances. Then she left IMAX and then I left CAA. And we just got together and thought, you know, we don't want to go back to corporate world. We still have two young kids and want to have a little bit more life balance. And so we thought of, let's start this company together. And there was a need to do family marketing. And it just kind of fit in perfectly. And then, you know, family marketing, we do everything from offering digital strategy, creative strategy. But then there's this big influencer piece. And as we were just saying, it's really become a big deal to have, you know, normal everyday women that you could really relate to Mm -hmm. give whether it's advice on a product or on a film or a tv show or parenting advice it resonates so much more to have that kind of personal connection with someone that you either listen to on a podcast every week or read their their blogs so since that's become now a big effort for for the studios and tv networks and we really decided to build a network of women that are interested in connecting with their audience around entertainment so whether it's television or film you know finding women that have that kind of um appetite yeah. for interesting movies that's so great well and that's why i'm so glad that we connected because that's totally my jam you know mm-hmm. since i'm an actor i live and breathe movies and tv shows and you know honestly i've been watching stuff on the web more now and writing and so um i think it's interesting to hear you talk about how there's more of a push now for more um, individualized uh, levels of marketing in terms of like reaching out to influencers and bloggers mm. and, and that sort of thing rather than just going the traditional like movie poster, trailer, right. Comic-Con or whatever and we're right. done. Right. You know, like I think with the big superhero movies they can get away with that. Of course they can. Um, of course. Because they know that they're, they've got a built-in audience. But for yeah. smaller films, I think you really need the power of the bomb bloggers. Absolutely. Um, so I want to talk to you. You mentioned something about how you guys are both families and you yes. both have kids. Yes. How did having your family and having your children sort of affect what you wanted to do in terms of your career? Did you find that it was there was a moment where you're like, man, I just want to spend more time with my kids. I want a more flexible yeah. schedule. Because this industry, and I've said this many times on the show, doesn't really lend itself um, to, even if you're on the corporate side, there's a lot of long hours. Yes, there's a sure. lot of demands. Um, and there's not a lot of built-in time for family. That's true. And you're also, I find that there's one thing, which is the long hours you're doing in the office, but then you're never off of your phone. You're right. never done. You're answering questions on the weekend, at night, you know. Mm-hmm. I used to try to stay up late so that I can answer a director's question that I knew was going to come late. You know, you're like, <laughs> right. it's 11.30, I want to go to bed. Right, right. Um, so... Yeah, it it definitely grew out of just wanting a little bit more of a life balance and being able to spend time with the kids. And then I also wanted to build something. Have you ever wanted to build something? 
I'll tell you guys, there's something very empowering about building something of your own. And we're going to get back to the conversation with Marissa in just a minute. And she can tell you more about that. But first, I want to tell you guys about Nudu. That's N-U-D-U. Nudu is a luxury skincare line. Here's what they have. They have the Nudu Natural Beauty System. It's a simple, easy-to-use three-step process. Use the cleanser to purify, tone to balance, and moisturize to get that glow that we all want so bad. Go right now to motherhoodinhollywood.com. Click on the Nudu image, and that will take you to Nudu, where you can learn more about their luxurious all natural chemical free products. And when you check out, enter the code Hollywood and you will get 20% off your order. That's right. 20% such a good deal. Thank you. Nudu for sponsoring motherhood in Hollywood. And thank you listeners for helping support the sponsors of this show. Go right now, motherhoodinhollywood.com and click on the image for Nudu and start enjoying a new you. cannot be more grateful for my years at CAA. I mean, I started as a 23-year-old idiot. And they <laughs> educated me and put up with me and uh, helped me to build the relationships that I have today. So there's no way I could have done this business if not for CAA. Mm-hmm. So tons of gratitude for them and, and everything that they did. I just wanted a change for me. You know, sure. my kids were getting a little bit older. You know, when I left the company and started going to school for different events, I had to introduce myself to the teachers. They oh. thought my mom was their mom. Oh. You know, because I just was never around. I, sure. I couldn't do all of those things. And so I thought, I really want to build a business um, that I can, especially for both my daughter and my son, but really for my daughter to see that women can build something out of their own expertise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really the sky's the limit. And if you want to work hard, you know, you can achieve this. So that was really, I I think, both of our kind of goals going into this. I love that. That's a big part of motherhood in Hollywood, too, is I like my daughter to see, um, I mean, she goes to auditions with me and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, and she knows that that's kind of mommy's work, but I don't know if she knows that there's a whole other side of it that's like a businessy side, and um, she's starting to see more of that now. But there is something very empowering and very gratifying to be like, I made something out of nothing, Mm -hmm. and it's successful, and, you know... um, and she's a big part of that. So that's wonderful. Um, what are you guys, uh, working on right now in terms of like, how do you, um, get, uh, clients and how does, how does that process work for, for when you get a job? So what we generally try to do is look at the release schedule and see which films or TV shows kind of resonate with us. Mm-hmm. And it sometimes it's family films, sometimes it's just big tentpole films that, you know, moms tend to control where everyone goes on the weekend. Sure, sure. So if we can get moms excited about something, you know, it's a lot easier um, to get uh, the nag factor going with kids and the moms are already into it. So anything that we think, you know, moms and dads, I don't want to leave dads out, we focus on our dads too. Um, So we look at the release schedule, then we just come up with specific ideas for those movies and email our friends at the studios and say, hey, what do you guys think? Do you need help on this? Is, you know, Mm -hmm. and then it works both ways. They'll reach out to us and say, look, we've got this this movie, Yeah, you know, and and it depends. It could be really early on, give Mm -hmm. us early strategy a year out, or it could be, look, it opens in two weeks. We need some quick ideas. We need some influencer help. 
you know, that type of thing. Do you just do movies or do you do TV shows too? We do both. We do both. Um, we are actually pitching right now a Netflix show. So mm-hmm. we're excited about that. Yeah. Um, but we, we certainly, you know, right now we consume more television than we do movies. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone's I mean, kind of leaning towards exactly. that. There's, I get more, um, emails and more contacts to cover TV shows, um, and streaming stuff than, uh, movies for sure. And that's like unheard, like, yeah. You know, 10 because years ago, that would have never, never happened. been the case, no. but I think it's because there's so many movies now that are big blockbuster, mm-hmm. um, comic book based action, fast and the furious or Avengers or whatever. Chris is going to kill me if I say Avengers, sorry. <laughs> or what was the one we just saw? Oh, guardians of the galaxy. Oh yeah. Um, and those don't really seem to need like small mommy bloggers, you know, like, you know, I would say they do. They still do. I mean, I feel like they do, but it seems like nobody is reaching out as much with those larger films. You know, we always talk to the studios about, you know, there are wonderful women across the board that have Mm -hmm. built their, their blogging or podcast businesses. And we are champions of all of them. Mm. Um, there are women that have been doing this for a really long time and have built up their business where they're like top, top tier. And that's wonderful for them. But we really love that kind of middle tier because we find these ladies uh, really understand the value of getting great contact yeah. content to expand their network. Yeah. And they're having sometimes more authentic conversations. Mm-hmm. And they're also not doing um, partnerships or promotions every day right so it doesn't become when white you noise. see somebody's there are some influencers that i'm friends with where it's like every single post is ad ad sponsored featured ad and i'm like great you're rolling it you're making bank but at the same time like are you living your life like well yeah you know there's that line where it's like what are you doing it's too much it's too much yeah and i have to um that's something i'm learning for myself to not do that every day because i still want to be myself. I still want to be like, Hey, this is my motherhood in Hollywood. You know, um, when you talk about influencers and you talk about that mid range, what is a mid range for you as far as influencer? Because I've heard you're not even an influencer until you have a hundred thousand, um, you know, followers on Instagram or 50,000 fans on Facebook or whatever. So what in, in your view, like what would be an influencer range? Well, I think the criteria for me, it's really not about the numbers. Now, obviously, if you have two followers, it does not help (laughs) at all. But um, it's really about how authentic your engagement is with your audience. Sure. Like we read through and we listen to everything so that we really get a sense of who who are your followers, who are the community of people. Are they also really interested in movies and television? you know, that what is the tone of the communication? That to me means a lot more. And then also if you're, you know, a friendly participant. I mean, we were talking about this earlier, but we all kind of see each other at the same events. Sure. And you just, you want to see the people that you enjoy and that they get it and they're in it with you. And, yeah. And that means more to us than necessarily a number of followers. Um, that's true. I mean, in LA you run into at events, the same mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I made so many wonderful mom friends just by seeing them over and over again at Oh Fudge or yes, it's true. <laughs> I just, I don't mean to dog on Oh Fudge, but it's like every event happens there and it is a lovely place. It certainly and is. And I'm happy to go there again, but, um, <laughs> but it's just funny cause that's where you like meet friends and, and all that stuff. And 
the reason I'm asking you this too is because a lot of my um, listeners are not necessarily from the LA area, but they're influencers and bloggers from mm-hmm. all over. And I think it's interesting to hear an insider perspective on, um, you know, how they can uh, grow their engagement or grow their blog and how important it is. Um, I know you deal specifically with entertainment, but I think in terms of marketing and, and all that stuff, it can be a broader topic for them for sure I think you know what we always try to talk about with the studios is, and, and networks as well is like well one thing is doing a sponsored tweet or I mean those are great things mm-hmm. but what content can they create around a film yeah or a tv show that really gets people kind of interested in what they're doing and I, I understand creating content takes a little more effort and all of that good stuff but I think the return on that is pretty great right especially if you know you're getting help from the studio or network to kind of you know um create something that's just interesting and cool for your for your um for the followers folks yeah as far as social media goes right now there's so many platforms yeah there's Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter um and those are just the big one LinkedIn Mm -hmm. you know um which one do you see having the most power and pull in terms of influence, like genuine influence? And does that factor in whenever you're working with somebody? You know, I think it really depends on the type of content and the type of audience, right? If you're looking for, you know, really young moms, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely Instagram and Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking moms around my age, <laughs> um, you know, we're more on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really, all of them are important and all is of them. Is anybody matter. on Twitter anymore? This is my question. You know, I think a lot of people are starting <laughs> to move away from it. You know, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, people are still kind of on there and they'll do their tweets, but it's not as, it's certainly not what it used to be. For like branding and for influence type stuff I know I see a lot of comedians on there Twitter is where I go to make my inappropriate jokes <laughs> that I think people on Instagram and Facebook wouldn't really Would not get, get. Be yeah happy with. Yes. Um, and also my podcast I make way too many imp- inappropriate jokes on my comment on I my podcast that. but Twitter is sort of where I go when I have like a random thought of something mm-hmm. I'm like this is funny I'm gonna put this on here but I certainly don't really factor it into any sort of influential I mean I have a great following there but it's not yeah. really I don't know. I don't know why I feel that way. Well, I think I think you're right. I think you're seeing the trend. I mean, for me, Twitter now has just become so political since we have a president oh my that gosh, tweets yes. like crazy. I mean, yes. it's just like I wake up every morning going, what did no the maniac say? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> right. like, oh, were we at war today? Right. I don't know. So I, I see all of that kind of conversation sure. and discourse around politics more on, on Twitter um, and less of kind of the entertainment stuff. So since your background is in marketing, mm-hmm. um, can you sort of give any tips for mommy bloggers or influencers? Um, like what, what are your top, I don't want to say top tips. That sounds so cheesy, but like, do you have any key, um, ideas that people should be doing to market themselves and market their brand? Um, to achieve, like, I don't know. It's, that's such a broad question. I realize, but like, I know that I still am trying to figure out, I know what my brand is, but marketing it is challenging. Cause I don't know. Should, does that mean advertising? Should I be advertising motherhood in Hollywood? Um, is I my social media a form of advertising? Your social media certainly is. I think the first thing that you mentioned, which is mm-hmm. knowing your brand mm-hmm. is key. 
because not I think some people think they do mm-hmm. but they don't really but really spending the time to think about what am I standing for what am I communicating because that's that's the first step sure. before you can kind of branch out and think about then how to market that brand um, I always encourage people to do something unusual do something creative do something that hasn't been done before like sometimes I feel like a lot of uh, the stuff we look at is very derivative and you just go well let's let's try something new mm-hmm. you know and we're always pushing the studios too to like let's think of something new that we can do with our influencers um, but I would say being super creative being open to things that maybe aren't initially in your wheelhouse but can maybe kind of open up a new audience for you right um, and just being really honest and authentic about your lives because that resonates yeah you know you can hear someone when they're doing a show and when they're really just talking about themselves right and being honest and flaws and everything because that just makes us all feel kind of united yeah and all I will the same say kind of thing. I read some posts sometimes where I'm like this feels really canned and cheesy like you're trying to be like look how real I am right but also I'm like maybe I'm just being jaded and mean <laughs> maybe I'm just being an asshole and they really are that stupid or whatever I'm so rude no Marissa's I think you're like right. wow that's terrible no I think you're right you read it and it doesn't and I'm it's like not this true. feels cheesy it's- yeah it feels cheesy but I think that people buy into it sometimes and maybe they like the cheese I don't know maybe maybe that's what resonates for them but I think that you know when someone really kind of is raw and opens up about anything it doesn't have to be even serious it could be funny right just go oh thank you thank you for saying that yeah um like we were talking about with struggling with uh my weight and like my husband and I were way more open probably than we should have been but um I loved it that was great I had a great response to that podcast I got a ton of messages and emails from people saying that they totally understood and um, and I love so that, that you makes brought your husband good. into it because yeah. you're not doing this all by yourself, right? No, it's Chris it's Brooker a is a huge part of this uh, motherhood in Hollywood from taking my daughter to school to helping, you know, uh, pick her up. And whenever I'm have an audition or whatever, I have a podcast interview or something like that. Like he's a huge part of this. And I also just realized throughout having him on the show that I miss, um, talking to him and it's mm. like a great way for us to sit down and just and go, connect. hi friend. Yeah. And just have fun and sort of be that pre-parent, you know, silly. Yeah. Remember we're not that we were, we're not dating. silly now, but yeah, but yeah. it's like, Hey, how's it going? what do you think about this movie? You know, kind of a thing that you don't really <laughs> get to do. Cool. So I, I want to start making an effort as I'm coming up to, um, episode 100 <gasps> on this podcast. That's so, um, and the next hundred, I'm going to make an effort to have him on more because I just, you know, it's just nice to connect with him again and be like, hi, are you still, are you doing okay? Like check in. Yeah. Are you doing okay? But it, that resonates. Like yeah. just when I heard you guys, like you, mm-hmm. you got a sense that you were just really enjoying kind yeah. of having this moment together. We do. We definitely do. So, um, I, I love everything you're saying about, uh, influencers and content creators. And I feel like there's so much more we could deep dive into. Um, but I know I don't want to keep you here all day. I'm sure you're like, I have shit to do. No, I could <laughs> chat with you all day. This is fun. I love it though. Um, so are you, uh, MNC is on Facebook, right? Uh, Instagram are, and Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are, I think we are on Facebook. You know, Christine is really good about all of this. She runs all of our socials. She's probably flipping out right now. Go, how do you not know this? <laughs> you um, are. I know you're on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, Instagram and, and Facebook. Um, I don't think we tweet that often. Yeah. Again, it goes back to the whole Twitter thing. Yeah. 
Thanks, Trump. No. <laughs> yeah, thanks thanks a lot. for ruining Twitter. <laughs> that too. What's next? Don't send me hate tweets, everybody. No, uh, please don't. But yeah, so everybody, and I'll put information up on my website as well of where you can find yes. MNC. And on our website. And yeah, ask us any questions. We're always happy to chat with anybody and give advice and talk about how their world's going or whatever, whatever makes sense. We're here. I love that. I love hearing different moms perspectives um, and having you guys like share your knowledge and your information and show that you really can, like you said, create something and build something mm-hmm. and still be a mom at the same Absolutely. time. Absolutely, I love it. Well, thank you for coming by my house. Thank you for having and me. letting my cat bug you. Adorable. <laughs> Adorable. Look at her. She's like, I'm just gonna fall asleep. She's like, I wanted those donut holes. She did. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Mama funny. Balls.